You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church where I'm continuing in a series that I've entitled yes the yes series it is Sunday, January the 28th, 2024, and I will be sharing a message entitled, Yes, Lord, I Will Lose. Yes, Lord, I Will Lose. We're going to be looking at Job chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. Job chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. And now, without any further ado, let's get into the service. Amen. Where we'll get and to praise the, the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We thank you for the wonderful testimonies. And you've Amen. heard those who need to be on our prayer list this morning. Amen. Uh, uh, Six o'clock tomorrow. Remember, uh, lift up Ray and Sister Denise. Amen. Um, others, uh, families, the Harris family that lost a uh, dear loved one and the rushing family and we have a pastor in our district, Reverend Ricky McGee, who lost his mother-in-law. And uh, just continue to pray um, and be like that centurion soldier. All right. And believe that God can. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. I want you to continue to pray for me as I will be going to Sacramento, California, part of a preaching conference there. Uh, we believe that it happens after prayer. Amen. And I'm uh, asking you to pray for me and 
the conference. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. We're coming to the end of the Yes series. As we began this year, we was after metamorphosis in our lives. Really, this yes series is not about one yes, it's a perpetual yes. Well, amen. Because your yes last week may not allow you to metamorphosize your life because you're not saying yes this week. Um, Peter and them, in Luke chapter 5, verse 4, even though they had been out all night long, Fishing. Yeah. Jesus told them to launch into the deep. And they had to say yes. Before they would experience that miracle. They had to say yes. Before God would make them fishers of men. And that's what we're praying that God would do for the Bethlehem Baptist Church. As we say yes. And that God would make us Fishers of men. Bethlehem. Reach more in 2024. Amen. Boy, you almost lost it. Y'all got it. Y'all clicked in. <laughs> and also, uh, we will have t-shirts made. And, uh, and those who have paid, uh, who paid for the uh, Bethlehem Strong t-shirts that was right before COVID, uh, either you can get a uh, refund or allow it to go towards the t-shirts that we're going to do. Bethlehem, we're praying that we will be a church of yes and that we will launch out into the deep. There's no deeper that you can get uh, than to become fishers of men. Amen. Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. We had a lot of great yeses that we looked at. Yes to the launch. Yes to the launch. Just giving the little that you have. Yes to the leap. Taking God at his word. If he says we can do it, uh, then we do it. Yes to the listen. Uh, Samuel, before the temple would be metamorphosized and the country metamorphosized, he had to learn how to listen or to know God's voice. Last Sunday was yes to the lead. Old brother Gideon had a lot of questions, but he eventually said yes, and uh, they were delivered from the Midianites. This last Wednesday, yes, Lord, I will leave. And old sister Naomi heard that God was moving amongst his people at Bethlehem. And I pray that that's the word on the streets. All right. That God is moving amongst his people here at Bethlehem and that folk will, who love the Lord, will come back. Hello, somebody. Today we're going to say yes, Lord, to the lose, and next week, uh, the last message in that, yes, Lord, to the lay, laying up treasures in heaven. But today we're talking about, yes, Lord, I will lose. Yes, Lord, I will lose. And will you please stand in reverence to the word of God, stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God 
Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. His wife said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? And all this showed me not sin in what he said. Amen. And praise the Lord. Today we're going to talk about the faith of losing. We're going to talk about the foolishness of losing. All right. And we're going to talk about the flow of losing. The faith of losing, the foolishness of losing, and the flow of losing. And we want Christians to know today that Christians should keep their integrity through the good and the bad times of life. Let me say that again. Christians should keep their integrity through the good and the bad times of life. I'm going to look at this brief video, and then we'll get into the Word. Hey everybody, this is Vince Miller. Thank you so much for joining me for the devotional today. We are in Job chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. Listen to an interchange between Job and his wife. It reads, Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. <laughs> but he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women would speak. Shall we receive good from God and not receive evil? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Now, before we get too far into these verses today, let's keep in mind a few things about Job's wife. First, this is the only place in all of the 42 chapters of the book that Job's wife is mentioned. So this means we only get this one small glimpse of her life. Second, it's the only time she speaks, which means we only get this one tiny little myopic view of all the things that she might have said to her husband. In fact, she might have said many wonderful and supportive things as well. And third, let's keep in mind that Job's not the only person who has lost everything. She has too. I mean, she's going through financial and personal devastation as well. She just lost 10 children that she gave birth to and raised into adults. And now she's watching as her husband lives in physical torment, covered in boils. Now with all this in mind, let's turn to the question. When is it time to correct your spouse? Well, I believe it's time to correct your spouse when they persuade you to make a compromise of your spiritual integrity. Amen and praise the Lord. On the map, try to find out where Job was. It was said that he was the richest man in the East. Theologians believe, and we're looking at modern-day terms, the Middle East, and theologians believe it was up here, possibly, where modern-day Syria is, and this is Jerusalem. Or it was uh, down here in modern-day Jordan. Um, and these are east of uh, where we orientate ourselves in Jerusalem. He was the richest man 
in the Middle East. That's saying something. Then it's saying something now. Hello, because there's what's in the Middle East there? Oh, Earl. I mean, all. <laughs> and I think their all is a lot more valuable than ours used to be. Uh, some of your relatives and families uh, back in the day uh, hit all uh, on their land. Amen. And some may be getting all rights. Amen. My sister told me about my daddy's all rights, uh, but I had to say that I am like Nehemiah. I'm not coming down off the wall to go look for my all rights. Now, if my all rights want to find me, that's okay. Amen. Your blessings can overtake you. Amen. It's richest man in the East is saying something for back then and saying something to today. Um, the faith of losing. Many times we don't. Kind of like many times, and I don't think it's that way here at, at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Uh, people don't think about the pastor's wife. Similar way, they don't think about Job's wife. Um, but if you think about Job's wife, and like the man said in the video, uh, we look at her and she's a bad example in the only place that she spoke. She's a bad example, or is she a real example of what it's like to lose? Let, let me ask you this. If your husband was rich, and you became accustomed to a certain lifestyle, and he lost it all, how would that make you feel as a wife? Not only um, did she you lose it all, but I think uh, somebody said it wouldn't make me feel good at all. Somebody said I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> they say millionaires have uh, longer marriages. Did y'all know that? They, they have long marriage. Why is that? They got that money. They got that security. Amen. So if you want to have a healthy marriage, why don't y'all go on and make them millions of dollars that God wants you to make? Amen. <laughs> you better not get a divorce because you'll get everything. <laughs> As Jordan and some of the other guys, I think it was Jordan that lost. Almost all day money. But anyway, how does that make you feel if you lost? You custom to a certain lifestyle, you lost it all. And that wasn't the worst part. Right. Whew! Mm -hmm. Lost your kid. Yeah. We're praying for the Harris family, lost daughter there. Imagine in West Town. West Town, y'all remember family back here in West Town? 
Well, they had all those families in here. Was it like that under Pastor Davis's administration? They had all of those families. Right. right. <laughs> he said, yeah, they would. <laughs> they had all those families. And, and, and can you imagine that one day you rode back up in the West Town and you heard about that one family that lost all ten of their children? Ooh, that would be utter, utter devastation. You know, I, I was really amazed that she's even able to talk. Tell somebody. We like to say, oh, she didn't have a good example. I, I'm just amazed that she was able to talk. Because most of us that would have made us lose our mind. There's some folk, oh, who haven't gotten over the death of one kid, let alone all of them at the same time. Remind me of that accident in Tishomingo where all those kids were in that little small car. Man, it was just utterly devastating. This woman was utterly devastated. Y'all know how some of us can get and we ain't even that devastated. Hello, somebody. Anybody in here married to an African-American woman? Let me walk on by there. <laughs> and she gets mad. <laughs> I tell you what, she probably would have been cursing. Hello, somebody. Yep. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Speaking in tongues that don't need interpreting. You know exactly what's coming out of her mouth. <laughs> oh, so let's let, let, let's just just let's just say that the Bible is keeping it real. And in life, this life, we're going to lose. Right. And it ain't going to be pretty. Hello, somebody. It ain't going to, uh, uh, you ain't going to have joy at times. You're going to be utterly devastated. And then you look over there at old brother Joe. Hey, y'all been going through a bad time and somebody's going through that same time but you look at them and it ain't really affecting them that much? Hell, somebody. You, you may begin to wonder whether he really cared. You care that we lost everything or you care that we lost all our children? And she said, these are more the words, the only words that we hear from her in scripture. How about, oh, somebody catch you in a bad moment or a bad time. And you had your business printed out over scripture. And any of us can be called. Now, I don't like to make these kind of confessions, but one time somebody called me. Now let's just say I wasn't in the spirit. <laughs> that person said, you're supposed to be a preacher! Anybody ever said that to you? Yeah. And I hadn't lost anybody. It was just a phone call. An inopportune phone call. Calling me at the wrong place at the wrong time. 
And she's a great example of what will happen in this life. And we've got to learn as Christians how to lose because uh, uh, some of us don't like to lose. Some of us think we can't lose. Let's apply this to marriage. Some of us think that we ain't never wrong. You married to that kind of person? Hello, somebody. Think they ain't never wrong. I heard on television this girl said about her mama, she said, that's my mama. Even though she wrong, well, even though she wrong, she right. <laughs> Hello, somebody. In marriages, your wife ain't gonna say that about you. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But, 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 but she was losing faith. Are you maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. Anybody in here ever lost faith? Anybody in here had these perplexing times and moments in your life where there's an upheaval and you don't know what's going on. And you think that somehow, as we learned uh, last week, we think that God is, is away from us. Chad, on the national program, God's preparation, where we talked about suffering and affliction. And what I've noticed is that one of the ways God can get the most glory from our lives is not from winning. It's from losing. Yeah. Woo, let me say that again. It's not from winning, it's from losing. Because then your life becomes a great megaphone to, that will say a message to a world that's that's, that's wondering whether or not you up here playing church. Or do you really know God and can you all have a different response than losing faith? Are you maintaining your integrity? Ooh, harsh words. And I think any woman that was going with what she was going through Proverbs 28 and 18 says, however, walk in integrity. Or whoever walks in integrity will be delivered. But he who was is crooked. And his ways were what? Mm. However, whatever you're going through right now. Wonderful testimonies about God's grace and God's mercy. And we see people standing up and testifying. Oh, that's integrity. Right. Standing up and testifying about God's grace and God's mercy. And we all up in here lost it all because, oh, we maintain our integrity, but we feel what we're going through. Hello, somebody. And we know that it was God's grace and God's mercy that helped me to keep my mind up in here. Oh, back in the day, there was a prophet. Really was a rapper. 
said, y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Sister Job done lost her mind. Tell us something. Brother Job kept his integrity. Can you have integrity as you're going through your trials, as you're going through your tribulation? Can you have integrity? If you do, people could speak of you from years gone. About a person, about a woman, about a man who had integrity. A woman who didn't lose faith in the midst of a heartache, in the midst of her trials, in the midst of his heartaches, in the midst of his trials. Oh, when he lost his mama, he didn't lose his integrity. When she lost her daddy, she's a daddy's girl, she didn't lose her integrity. When she lost her, her job, she didn't lose her integrity. She didn't cuss folk out as she was going out. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, Russell Wilson. What did he say when he got benched? What did he say? Y'all remember? God's got it. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in the sad times, in the in the mad times, in the miserable times that God's got your back? Hello, right. somebody. Yeah, oh, I know that somebody up in here do because they know about God's grace and God's mercy. And sometimes in this life we will lose. Oh, but when we lose, God doesn't want us to lose our mind like Sister Job. Hello, somebody. Because this was his retort to his wife. He replied, the foolishness of losing. He said, are you, you are talking like a foolish woman. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, the preacher just told us what our sister Joe went through. She said, I used to a certain lifestyle. She was used to being rich. Uh, uh, she was. She had ten kids. Uh, oh, she had all the respect of the people in her room. Oh, she was a part of a family that was the richest in the East. Uh, oh, and, and, and she lost her integrity. And Job called her foolish. Ooh. Have you ever been foolish in some situations? Oh yes. Yeah. I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> hey, have you ever been foolish when things didn't go your way? Have you been foolish when you did get fired and you just let them have a piece of your mind on the way out? Came back the next day to give them a little more. Help somebody. <laughs> have you ever been foolish? Hello, somebody. God says, I don't want you to be foolish. I want you to be a woman of integrity, a man of integrity. I want you, oh, I want you to know that God's got you back. When you lose your job, you say, thank you for allowing me to serve you all these years. And may God bless you and the company. And I look forward to see what God is about to do for me. I pray for you. You pray for me. Hello, somebody. How many folk did that? I want, I want to ask Brother Bill that. How many folk did that? <laughs> Anybody who works in HR. How many folk that say that, and especially a Christian? 
Mm. Well, mm. Hello, somebody. Mm. I'd imagine it's a very few. Mm. I imagine folk want to act foolish. Oh, they love you when you hire them. Hello, somebody. They, they, they love you. It wasn't even your decision. It was a company fact. Didn't really have anything to do with you. You just following orders. And folks taking it out on you. Hello, somebody. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, God wants us not to be foolish when we lose. He wants us to keep our integrity. He wants you to remember that song that was sung this, this morning in the midst of it all about God's grace and God's mercy. God's grace and God's mercy. He brought me this far and guess what? He's going to bring me further in Jesus' name. I don't need to be acting foolish. Yes. Right, right. Hello, somebody. I don't need to be cussing folk out. Hello, somebody. Right. Amen. James is good, 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 good somebody to read going through tough times. And this is James chapter 1 verse 12. Blessed is the man who what? Perseveres under trials. Woo! Blessed is the man who perseveres under trials. Say, blessed is a man. And Job is a great illustration of a man that was blessed as he, as he, was, as he persevered under trials because, oh, because of his integrity. Oh, sister Job, guess what? She would get double for her trauma. She lost it in the text. But guess what? She was blessed in the end. Along with Brother Joe. Hello, somebody. As a matter of fact, she had more kids. Yeah. Woo! It shows that, some, that at times we can't lose it in this life. But enable, I'm praying that God will enable you to persevere on the trials. Because when, when it says here, when he who stands the test, it's a test. Woo! Y'all remember that sound? Some of y'all too young to know that sign. Uh, but that, 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 that will happen when you heard that book. What was going on? It was only a test of the emergency broadcast system. That was an actual emergency. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. It, it, it was a test. And, and Brother Joe stood the test of time because he persevered under trials. He passed the test and he received a crown of life. Mm -hmm. Don't you know what Brother Joe going to get a crown of life? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Hmm. That God has promised to those who what? Love him. Yeah. Right. So you're going to get blessed in heaven and he got blessed on earth as well. God says today, I want you to persevere under trials. I want you to believe that I am who I say I am. I want you to keep your integrity. I want you all to have a yielded faith of the centurion and say, God, you got it. Just say the word. Just say the word. Hello, somebody. You believe in the God that you serve? If you do, don't act foolish. Mm -hmm. Persevere. Right. 
under trials. And you're going to have many. See, that's why it's so dangerous, this prosperity teaching. Because they'll tell you, hey, uh, uh, that, that, that God just wants to bless you. God's going to bless you. You asked old brother Job what God did. Let me say God did because you know in the beginning in chapter 1 the devil couldn't even touch him. Right. It was God who initiated the trial, the tribulation, the trouble. He said, have you considered my servant Job? Right. God initiated that. Right. That's how I always say, be careful. When the Lord boasts on you. Be careful. Hello, somebody. But Job had the right mindset. And the flow of losing. He had, he had the right mindset. He said, you are talking like a foolish woman. And then he said, these are mortal words. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? Y'all remember back in the day a book was written, Why the Bad Things Happen to Good People. It's a bestseller back in the day. Because people seem to think that good people shouldn't have bad problems. But Job was a good person. If you want to know why good things happen to bad, uh, 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 good, bad things happen to good people, pick up your Bible and read. Hello, somebody. Pick it up and read. It says why in the book. God is literally boasting on you. God is boasting on you, Bethlehem. God is boasting, which means. He can trust you with the trial. Well. See, so you ain't going to get that on TV unless I'm preaching it up there. <laughs> he said, shall you accept good and not trouble? Job seemed to think that God is sovereign. Job seemed to think that God is all-powerful. Job seemed to think that there's nothing outside of the realm of who God is, that he has control over all the good stuff that comes in your life as well as bad stuff. And I want to thank God, hello somebody, that he's in control even when I feel like he's not. Hello, somebody. Sometimes those trials will make you uh, feel like God is not in control. Now, God is in control. Amen. All right. Amen. He allowed it. Right. And Joel, it wasn't even a problem for him. He said, shall we accept good from God and not trouble? He thought that that was elementary. To it'll throw us many times. Hello, somebody. And we're going through, a loved one go through, or we lose someone that we love. It throws us. Especially death. And God told us it's appointed. We all are appointed a date where you won't be late to it. 
Hello, somebody. Oh, yeah, you're going to be on time for this one. <laughs> Hello, somebody. And he said, everybody's going to do it or get raptured when Jesus comes again. So why is it we're thrown when, when folk die? Why do we feel like life is out of control when folk die, when God tells us it's appointed? Hello, somebody. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? Amen. You need to accept it all. all and right. guess what? Trouble's appointment can't be, you're going to be on time to trouble's appointment as well. Right, oh yeah. Hell somebody. Ain't no CP time in trouble. Hell somebody. <laughs> oh yeah, and it makes you think a little different when you say he's an all time guy. Yes, he is. I think God's trying to grow us up bit for him. He's trying to make us strong, solid. So we're not living by our emotions. All right. That we're standing on the word of God in our integrity. God wants you to have integrity. In and through it all. See, it may be bad for you to cuss out everybody when you got fired. Don't you know God could reopen up that door? Hell, somebody. It was just a layoff for 10 days. Now, after that 10 days, guess what? Because <laughs> you didn't keep your integrity. I always say, don't burn your bridges. You better keep them bridges because you might have to come back that way. Hell, somebody. We accept good and trouble from God in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. James, here he is again telling us what's happening. See how blessed. We consider those who uh, have persevered. God wants you to persevere. What well, you're looking for a word from God in the midst of the trials, in the midst uh, of the tribulation. You want to read a word from God. And that read a word from God, you want him to say, deliver. <laughs> and he's saying, endure. All right. Well, good. Good. you want him to say, set free. And he's saying, oh, persevere. Yeah. All right. Under trials, persevere. And then he gives an example. Brother James, Brother James gives an example. Who's the example? He said, you have heard of what Joe's perseverance. Well, all right. Hello, somebody. He's a good example of what it's like you need to do. It was his perseverance and have seen the outcome from the law. You've seen the outcome. Take this as a testimony. That, oh, that in the end, I'll see God. Oh, because this trial is from God. And because I'm going to keep my integrity, I'm going to see him work it out. I'm going to see him work all things together for my good because uh, he loves me and I'm called according to his purpose. I'm going to see God. That's what uh, Brother Job had to say in the midst of it all. He says, I know my Redeemer lives. His whole world 
hell had crashed. Everybody had come against him. His friends and his family, everybody came against him. They didn't respect him like they used to respect him. His wife said, curse God and die. Oh, but Job, oh, about the middle of the book, say, I, I know, I know that I know, I know that I know, I know, I know that my Redeemer lives and I'm going to see him not in the by and by, but in all oh, the Luther, Luther Vandross theology in the here and now. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see him in the here and now because I know. And that's what enabled him to persevere his integrity of what he knew about God. He knew God was the one who blessed him. He knew God was the one who took it away. And he believed that God would enable him to endure to the end because he knew his redeemer lived. Is there anybody here today at the Bethlehem Baptist Church going through trials, going through tribulation, who knows that their redeemer lives, who has enough integrity, oh, to know that their redeemer lives. Hello, somebody. And guess what? What we saw, what, what did we see? What did we see? They had us all tore up, crying. God's grace. God's grace and God's mercy. Hey, look what Brother James said. The Lord is full of what? Compassion and mercy. He's full of grace and mercy. My God is full of grace and mercy. And because of the God that I serve, I can persevere uh, to the end. The old folk used to say, I think I'm going to run on to see what the end is going to be. And many of us are not blessed in the end because we give up in the middle. I think I'm going to run on and see what the end is going to be in my marriage. I'm going to obey God's word. I'm going to not seek a divorce. I'm going to obey God's word. Oh, I'm going to run on to see what the end is going to be. I'm not going to think about suicide and get depressed. Oh, I'm going to run on to see what the end is going to be because I know my God is full of compassion and mercy, grace and mercy. Is there anybody here? I know this morning that there's somebody here who believes in God's grace. I already know this morning that somebody believes in God's mercy. Oh, I heard the testimonies. I heard, oh, that you, you believe. Yeah, all right. And God's grace. And God's mercy. Oh, I'm out of time. <laughs> All right. All right. God's mercy. God's mercy. And God's grace. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord. I made it this far. Yes, sir. By the grace of God. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I tried to cover up my mic because I didn't want to throw the choir off as we were singing. Hell, somebody. <laughs> Because I know about God's grace and God's mercy. Oh, I know about it like you know about God's grace and God's mercy. His compassion, what? They fail not. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. I'm out of time. And I ain't even mad at the choir for preaching my sermon. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'll ask those heads to bow and say some prayer. We 
We don't want to lose, leave this place without making sure that everybody in this place truly knows about God's grace and God's mercy. It's not something that you can get from your mother and your daddy. Um, You've you got to get it for yourself as we saw Samuel. Samuel grew up in the church. His mother was a, 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 a highly spirited woman who had him by God's grace and God's mercy, who gave him over to the, oh, the temple and the priest, and he, he was raised there. He slept literally in the presence of God. But didn't know the voice of God. There may be somebody today who was raised in church. And you don't know the voice of God. The way you learn to listen to God is you've got to give your life to Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you don't remember a time. Well, you gave your life to Jesus Christ. We want you to come right now. Slip out of your seat right now in Jesus' name. And you can experience God's grace. You can experience what had the preacher crying before he got up and preached. And other folks standing up and testifying about God's grace. And God's mercy because we, we, we heard people singing the song who had, who had been through hell and back. And God had did something with their voices. Oh, to where it communicated with us like it, it had never communicated before. Because, oh, there, there were some folks singing this that endured. That had been delivered. That's been through the chemo and knows about God's grace and God's mercy. That had been delivered seven years ago, one year ago, had been delivered. Mother's testimony about her daughter, and we're praying about her daughter and the defibrillator. God's grace and God's mercy. Do you know him? You don't have to leave here today without knowing him today. Slip out of your seat. Come on for it. Come on for it. Is there one today in a crowd like this at the time that we had today? I, I imagine that all here are safe, but we got to take this opportunity to make sure that that's all we're doing. As you've heard me say before, you don't have to come publicly right now. You can speak to me after the service. If you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your first pub, uh, public profession of faith will be baptism. So just let me know that I, I either pray to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior or pastor, show me how I can know him. So I can become a person of integrity to where trials won't throw me. That I may be able to persevere in this life to, and give him glory for my life in all the good and the bad. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? And I Yeah.
Also, if you're here today and you do not have a church home, I was meddling last week during Bible study and saying that some of y'all are treating us like that woman that's living with a man that's not married. <laughs> You're in a relationship, but you won't commit. He left for you to become a part of our church as a member. And God needs you now, or any time, to become a member of the Pam Baptist Church. We're willing to accept you into our church. We got to go 25 new families. 15 people accept Christ and are baptized and walk in newness of life. Let me say that again because I'm not concerned about baptizing people. We baptize a whole lot of folk. They ain't even here. They, they, they went through the motions. We, we, we're tired of the motions. This is Sunday school teacher pray. We don't just want this to be a motto. We want to walk this thing out by faith to reach more in 2024. We have a goal. And you could be here today and help us to reach that goal. To become a member. You can also remember to ask for prayer. My house shall be called a house of prayer. You can decide to rededicate your life to Jesus Christ. Say, hey, I'm going to be a Christian of integrity. I'm, I'm no longer going to be lukewarm. I'm going to be fully committed to God. Also, this Yes series, somebody may be called to preach. You know it, but you just won't say yes to God. You don't have a yielded faith when God is calling you to do something and you don't do it. You don't have integrity. God is calling you to do something and you don't do it. We at the Bethlehem Baptist Church, we don't want to play games, religious games. We want to truly impact your life, that your life will be metamorphosized. And in order for that to happen, you have to say yes to preaching or yes to serving. Hey, what is it that you do that God enables you to do? We want you to do it for the body of Christ right here at Bethlehem Baptist Church. If we don't have a ministry for it, we can start it. Hello, sir. That's what E.K. Bailey used to say. Oh, I'm praying that this can be the year that we can truly launch out into the deep. In Jesus' name, would you all please stand? I want to thank you for being in the household of the Lord. I want to thank you for your wonderful singing, your wonderful testimony, your Amen. wonderful teaching. Amen. Oh, did I did not our heart burn within us in Sunday school? Woo-wee. I just love the word and hearing it. 
All eyes are closed, heads are bowed. Shall we pray? Father God, we do thank you. We praise your holy name, Father. For you are truly worthy to be praised. As we heard about your grace and mercy and it moved us, Father. It moved us this morning. Some it moved to praise, others it moved to tears, it, it moved us this morning and we want to leave this place, oh, having been moved that we may go out to the world and move the world for the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord. Send us divine appointments, help us, oh, to reach those 25 new families, help us, oh, to be fishers of men that, oh, 15 people will be saved and baptized and walk and new of life. Help us, Lord, to be, to launch out into the deep, Father, in Jesus' name, that we may be able to reach more in 2024, Father, in Jesus' name. With your heads of protection around us, keep us safe from all harm and danger until we meet again. And the people of God said, Bethlehem. Amen. Let's go and do it. Amen. You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael Eton. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preacher preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to a word from the Lord. 
Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there, you can support our ministry. If God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give, visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.